Most people think that they are choosing between the good and the bad. In reality, they are choosing between being mediocre and becoming truly great. Welcome to the Next Action Podcast with your host, Brian Wallace. In 15 minutes, we'll help our guests catapult from their current situation to a path of greatness. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Greetings from the Next Action Podcast with your host, Brian Wallace, where we try to conquer the world in 15 minutes or less, because we know that while you're traveling and running around, you really don't want to hear 45 minutes to an hour of fluff. Grateful to have you all back again today, and we are here with my guest, Ryan Gibson. So Ryan is the Chief Investment Officer at Spartan Investment Group. Spartan is a real estate development and syndication company that allows individual investors to participate in self-storage investments. I know we haven't talked about self-storage yet on this show. I know it's a huge business and I'm really excited to hear what Ryan's got to say about it today. So Ryan, welcome to the show. How are you today? Great, Brian. Thanks for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, man. So I know you and I were kind of chatting about what to chat about for the show before. (laughs) Rather than the same old, same old kinds of real estate investing, I show people houses, I show people this and that, you guys are doing something a little bit different from the market that I want to dive right into. So tell us a little bit and tell the world all about how you guys are approaching this from building a brand and a business. Yeah, sure, Brian. So that's, uh, I think, a really good point. I think and typically in real estate investing, a lot of people are just focused on the next deal, the next project. How do I find my next investor? But really... We've taken a, a better approach, I think, to that where we've set out to build a company. So my business partner and I sat down and built out a strategic plan um, a few years back, and we've been executing on that. And that requires us to build a, a company culture that people are really attracted to and that we can really get a lot of really good people on the bus and put people in the right position so that we're opposed uh, for really building a company versus just trying to find uh, the next project. Ooh, you just said all that, put the people on the bus. It sounds like you are quoting some of the stuff from Jim Collins, Good to Great. Are you familiar <laughs> with that book? Oh yeah, we've read it. So we, oh boy. Yeah, we've actually in our- Why don't we just tell everybody that a little bit? Um, <laughs> for those of you, and I'm sure if you guys have listened to me anywhere on the internet, you've heard me talk about this, but definitely check out that book, Good to Great by Jim Collins. I know we've got a 15 minute show, so really fast, let me ruin the book for all of you. So it says most companies suck because they just put whoever on the bus and then you kind of just drive off the cliff. So to run a company and make it incredible, what you have to do is first you get the wrong people off the bus, then you get the right people on the bus, then you put the right people in the right seats, and then only then with everyone together, you decide where you're going. Okay. So enough about that book. <laughs> Absolutely. And just to <laughs> go right into that, that, I mean, we have strategic planning sessions and sync calls and we'll have everybody from our team in those planning meetings to include the intern. So we really want to hear, we don't think that there's any bad ideas or good ideas or ideas that we don't want to hear about. When we have uh, people that come into our organization, we treat all of them like they're our executive all the way down to our intern. It doesn't matter who they are. Um, they get a seat at the table and they get to provide their their feedback. And I think that's really fostered a, an open communication uh, policy. There's, you know, there's no closed doors, like true transparency, unlike, you know, kind of the lip service that you get uh, from other companies. And my business partner and I really wanted to, you know, when we left the W2 world and, and, joined, and started our own business, we really wanted to create an environment that that truly eliminated all the things that we disliked about, you know, our office jobs. 
And I think we've really embraced that by, you know, looking at our new hires as do they have the cultural fit that our organization has cultivated and are they, do they have the grit that it takes uh, to, to tackle any challenges, be self-starters, you know, really, you know, dive in. And we've, we've prioritized that over necessarily having, you know, 30 years of experience in a specific niche, which I think has really helped us. Yeah, for sure. And I'm like that too. So I am ex-corporate. I've worked for dot-coms. I've worked for the government. And basically everything that I didn't <laughs> like about every work environment <laughs> becomes the DNA of my culture, the, quite the opposite. So it's not reactionary. It's proactive because it's a new venture, but it's not a new venture anymore. My company's 13 years old, but this show's about you, not me. So yeah, I, I love everything you say. And that's why we are buddies and we're on the show together. So in the next 10 minutes, let's hit a few more points. Let's talk about hiring great people because this is where everybody struggles, right? Everybody has the concept of a business and you can do so much by yourself and be the one man band in your basement or whatever, maybe have a partner, but really to grow it to the next level and scale. You guys said that you already have quite a few people and you're trying to grow it even more. Tell us about how you even try to do this right because it's tough. This is one of the hardest parts of a business. Yeah. And I will say that right now it's really tough because there's low unemployment and there is just, it's really hard to find great people and couple that with, you know, you could bring inexperienced people on that have the cultural fit and the grit that we desire, but then our company's young. So, you know, it's hard for us to necessarily give that person all the experience that they need and train them to the, and cultivate them into um, the, you know, having the skill sets they need. So, um, you know, we look at, uh, we do, we do a bunch of things and we sat down as a, as an entire team. And we decided how to build the hiring process and what we like about it, um, you know, maybe what we've seen in the past and our previous employers and, and what we like and what we feel would be the best. So what we do, is we actually do personality testing. So we do the 16 personalities testing um, that you can find, I think it's 16personalities.com. Um, and then we do um, the, um, there's one other test and it's it's slipping my mind at the, at the moment, but we do two personality tests before the employee even gets uh, an interview and we have our office manager, uh, pre-screen candidates that have been selected out of workable. And then we take them um, to the director level. So all of our directors and every employee gets a chance to interview the candidate. And what we're really looking for is good fit and good culture. And if the directors uh, make a recommendation on the hire to the executives, which is myself and Scott, we then mm -hmm. only have veto power. So we, we can't say yes, we, we only can say no, and we're just completely protecting the corporate culture of our business. And that's really what the, the only time we would ever really veto somebody in is just to make sure that they're, they're a good fit for the, for the team. Right on, man. I love those things too. If you've ever, if you were a fly on the wall, <laughs> one of my <laughs> interviews, you would think it's like an FBI interrogation. I like <laughs> people... Uh, off axis. It's like, come on, like you just, you made up that question on the fly or quite the opposite. Rather, you just Googled that question. You're ultra prepared. I want to see like your gut reaction to things. I want to see if you're lazy and inattentive. I love to ask people like, why us? There's a million jobs in the world. What are you even doing here? What do you know about us? And when they didn't even do their research, I know that these are going to be probably lazy people that don't pay attention to detail. And as soon as they walk in the door, they're just going to be like unindeed looking for new jobs. Right. <laughs> I totally agree with that. And it's so frustrating because when you find those people, 
you know, you may have been searching for the right person for months and you're just like, okay, well, sorry, you know, and you show that person the door and, you know, that's, that's kind of frustrating as you may like the person, but you know, they, they don't even know the company name. They forgot they even applied to your business. You know, we look for those attention to detailed people because we really want somebody who's, you know, vested in, you know, what they're about, the journey they're about to go on. Because, you know, as the executives, our job is to make sure our employees have everything that they need to succeed. And that's what I think the the fun shift has been this year for us is going from, you know, being at the transacting level to making sure that our employees are served uh, so that they can be successful in their roles. Absolutely. And there's all this ghosting crap these days where people just don't show up anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a few yeah. months ago, somebody's dad like applied for her. Oh my she gosh. didn't show up and then like finally got a hold of her. I gave her the benefit of the doubt. I was like, hey, would you like to maybe we can just reschedule this? Maybe you're not at your best. It's like, nah. I'm just like, hey, you know, like I'm not a fast food order entry here. Like this is a business. What in the world? So I've seen nightmares. Let me also suggest something else. Since you're into like fit and culture and personality tests, there's a wonderful book out there by my friend Lee Durst. And it just came out recently and it's called Walk, Climb or Fly. It talks about the three different operational style theories of how people work, what they're like, and how they interoperate with others. It's really fascinating. It comes from her professional development experience over the last 25 years or so. Um, I've had her on my LinkedIn live show, um, not on the podcast, but she probably should be on here because she has some incredible stuff to say about that. But we could go on and on about that all day. But if we're not playing ping pong with a couple of cool books, then what kind of a show is this, right? Absolutely. What we, yeah. we, the, 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 the book that we kind of prescribe to is traction. Mm. Um, and yeah. I believe the author is Gino Wickman. And that's a great book on all of the stuff that we're talking about now, you know, uh, setting up um, milestones and they, they, he calls it rocks in the book where, you know, the directors and executives set, you know, 90 day um, targets that where they just, you know, focus on three rocks, three things that they try to, um, you know, accomplish within the next 90 days. And that's just what you focus on. Right. And then, you know, everything else is kind of the delegation, you know, the day to day, and that's kind of where you can really, um, you know, start to move the company forward. In my opinion. Absolutely. A lot of people are like, how can you do everything? It's like, well, first off I'm smart and I can be fast and I'm not worrying about perfect. I'm worrying about executing. I can delegate like crazy. That doesn't mean I'm sitting on the beach in a four hour work week. I work plenty hard. But you need to figure out like the one percent that only you can do, and then absolutely, crazy on it. absolutely, man, I love it. So we've talked about building a brand and the business instead of just speculation and investing and just seeing five feet in front of you. Super smart. We've talked all about that whole art and science of hiring these great people. Hey, before we move on, actually, you know, like Zappos is famous for like ruthlessly throwing people out really fast, <laughs> like they like within two weeks, and they're just like, get out of here, like you're done. What do you think about that? I, I'm just kind of curious before we move on. I like it. I think you hire slow, you fire fast. Um, if you, if do you practice it though? We try to, um, you know, hire, you yeah. know, we, we've, we've had some people that have come on and have, have been gone in 45 days or less. Um, we've also learned and got burned from keeping the wrong person on way too long. And it costs you time. It costs you money. It damage it could damage your business reputation uh, there's just so many things that, you know, it's so important. I think when you get the right person, you'll know it because that person will be just, just, it'll, you know, he or she will help you just advance 
your company forward and you just you get that feeling and you just know that you've made the right decision and you'll know right away when you got the wrong person on the on the bus and you know you're constantly following up or they're constantly making mistakes or they're not interested or you know it just it's just a feeling you have and and it's and it's best to get them off the bus as soon as possible um, because if you start making exceptions for that person or you start uh, negotiating with that person on certain terms, then other people in the organization that you actually want to have around will notice it and you essentially establish a new norm and you know you can start really poisoning the well in your culture. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's a whole it's, thing with like strengthening the strong and weakening the weak, but sometimes you're cross-contaminating it that you're trying to strengthen the weak people they're going to leave. And then everybody who's strong and making your company happen, they're going to leave because they're so frustrated that you're spending all this special time with somebody that sucks. And it doesn't mean that they suck. You need to serve people in your business. If you're not in a serving position or you're just like a boss, like you're an idiot. But if you're serving, sometimes you need to serve people by kicking them out the door because maybe they can flourish somewhere else and they're holding up a seat for somebody else that should be there. And sometimes one more quick thing that I want to say before we move on, you could have somebody that's a wonderful culture fit, but they just suck at their job. Sometimes you just got to move them laterally and absolutely different to do. And then they flourish. Absolutely. And, and all this stuff is what really gets me <clears throat> motivated and, uh, you know, out of bed in the morning, so to speak is, is building a company and building a business you know, real estate is great. It's a vehicle. I love all the benefits of real estate, the tax incentives, the income, the cash flow. Um, but, you know, when you when you think of self-storage investing, you don't really think of that being something that, you know, <laughs> really, really, you know, generates your why. Right. So, um, I mean, obviously the returns could be good or whatever, but, you know, what the, the back end of that is building a company that supports uh, the infrastructure to buy these facilities. And that's really my why is serving, you know, serving the employees, which I think is, you know, I think is very, it's one of the most rewarding things I've ever done, if not the most rewarding. Absolutely, man. And listen, I mean, we've done a lot of marketing work for self-storage companies, so I'm intimately familiar with the space. And I'll tell you that the quote unquote boring industries are what spin the world and keep our economy great. So <laughs> you're doing the right thing for you and your employees. So I love it. So listen, we're right up to time. You've been a fabulous guest, Ryan. Tell everybody where they can find you out there on the web. Yeah, sure. Our, our website is Spartan, S-P-A-R-T-A-N, dash investors.com. And there's an intake form on there if you want, if you have a question or an inquiry. And then my email is Ryan, R-Y-A-N, at Spartan-investors.com. Awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome.